Hey everyone, you're listening to the Discover Grace and Truth podcast. Together we are going to discover God's grace and truth through the Bible for people who love Jesus, who want to hear His voice, move in His direction, and eventually help others do the same. Thank you for listening and enjoy this episode with Pastor Anton Pazava. Hey, welcome again to Discover Grace and Truth podcast. I'm your host, Pastor Anton. Glad to be with you once again, man. We're excited about today's podcast because we're always talking about the goodness of God. We're talking about how he loves us. We're talking about how we can walk by faith and not by sight. We're talking about how we have the favor of God operating in our life. And it all comes by his grace. You know, uh, in John chapter 1, John pointed this out. He said, Moses came to give us the law or bring us the law, excuse me, but Jesus came to give us grace and truth. He came to give us favor and truth. He came to give us, there's so much that grace could do in our lives. It's all about Jesus. And that's why we're always centered around what he's doing in our lives. Because when we're focused on him, when we put our eyes on Jesus and his grace and his truth, the word of God, something good is always going to happen. And, you know, maybe in your life you're saying, well, I just don't, Pastor Anton, I just don't feel like I have the favor of God in my life. All right. Well, first of all, let's, let's just talk about this just, just for a second. Because the Bible says in Acts 10, 38, that how God anointed Jesus Christ of Nazareth with the Holy Ghost and with power, and he went about doing good and healing all those who were oppressed of the, the, of the enemy, and that he had favor with God and he had favor with man. Now, you might say to yourself, well, yeah, that was Jesus, though. I mean, he had to have favor with God and favor with man. No, but he said the example for the rest of anyone who would follow him that same spirit you know we we talk about this a lot the same spirit that rose christ from the dead abides on the inside of us the holy spirit and so if the holy spirit abides in us then we have favor with god and we have favor with man don't let the enemy pull you one way or the other because you have to believe in uh, in your own heart that you are favored of God that you the you're the apple of God's own eye I know you might say well that's a big eye pastor Anton yeah it's a big eye but we're all his children if we believe in Jesus and we're the apple of his eye and because we're the apple of his eye that means we have favor with God and favor with man. I'm just not experiencing it with man. I mean, I, I feel like I'm, you know, things are just not happening in my life. Well, that's why our focus has to be on Jesus. Our focus has to be on those scriptures. Let's put our blinders on and let's believe that we have favor with God and favor with man today. No matter what you're facing. Just say that. You might want to just say that. I have favor with God and favor with man today. And you might have to say that, you know, all day or in every or every day until you're convinced in your mind and in your heart that you are favored of God. 
and you will experience then the favor of man. So, in studio today, I have my special guest who's going to continue to have a conversation here. My best friend in the world, my wife, Shanda Lasala. So glad that you're here. I'm so happy that you're doing this. This is, this just brings joy to my heart. How are you doing? <laughs> I'm doing great. It's great to sit here across from you and have you talk to me, to me as your special and best friend. You are. On the radio here, on the podcast. <laughs> it's so great to let everybody know that. It's Listen. a great honor for me to do this with you. <laughs> Thank you. Well, thanks for coming on. And, mm-hmm. and uh, you know, for some of those who haven't been listening, we're doing a series of conversations. We're calling it the I Am Series, and it's based on what happened with Moses when when Moses uh, was at the burning bush and God revealed himself as the I Am that I Am, and Jesus then in the New Testament reveals himself as the great I Am. And in these conversations are different accounts and parables of Jesus and how they affect us today. And we're going to continue our topic on the Canaanites woman's faith in Matthew chapter 15. And uh, we had a lot of good things that we already said in the beginning of this, uh, this conversation. So, um, you know, if you haven't listened to it before, you need to go back and listen to it because you're going to see how the second part connects to that first part. So I'm excited about this, uh, this conversation. So Shanda, yeah. um, you know, last time I, we were talking, mm-hmm. I asked you a question. I said, what was a challenge like this, uh, woman, this Canaanite woman who had, you know, some challenges, what was, a challenge in your life that you had to overcome? Yeah, I, I took a few minutes to think about that. Um, and I think I one challenge that came to mind was uh, for myself personally, not one for my ch- children at the time when you said a challenge that I, I personally had to overcome. And that was um, the fear of man. Mm. Um, and I think a lot of people can relate to that. Um, having the fear of man, having the fear of being accepted into a certain group, either uh, starting a new job or um, coming into a new family. Um, The fear of man, it can really get a hold of you. And I didn't realize at the time that I was walking in such a great fear of man um, and how constricting it was for me until the Lord po- pointed it out for me that I was um, almost so confined. Mm. And it, it, it um, really constricted my personality. Mm. Um, couldn't be yourself. Couldn't be myself. And even people would make comments about, you know, who I was. Um, being the person, you know, I, I like to be prepared. I like to bring things that... Um, are quote unquote just in case uh, items, um, maybe on a trip or something of that sort. And um, when people would make comments that I would have these things, um, they would say it in a sarcastic manner. And so I would take it in a negative way. And I would look at that and it would be to me in the negative. So it would m- move me to change. Mm. 
not in a good way. So then I would stop bringing things. And what I didn't realize is that people were making those comments and I was actually the person they would go to for things because they weren't that person. Mm -hmm. And I was the go-to person for things that they would need in the end. Do you have a safety pin? Oh, yeah, I have a safety pin. Do you have a Band-Aid? Yes, I have a Band-Aid because I was a, a preparer. Right. Okay. But because I had the fear of man in the way that they communicated to me, I thought it was a negative in their eyes. And so I was constricted in my personality. And so I started to change. Mm. And the Lord got me on that. Mm. And Proverbs twenty nine twenty five says, The fear of man brings a snare, but those who trust in the Lord are safe. Right. And so when we figure out or when the Lord helps us to see these things in our lives of why we do the things that we're doing, Right. Are we, do, are we changing to please him or are we changing to please a person? Mm, that's really good. Because if we're changing to please a person, it's probably not the right change that needs to be made. It's probably not going to be last, right? Probably not lasting, probably not the right one that needs to be changed. But if he's the one, if God is the one that's saying, okay, honey, you need to make a change this way or you know, you're good the way you are. Maybe somebody else needs to make a change. You stay here. Keep doing what you're doing. Just keep trotting along. Then, you know, where's the motivation for the change coming from? Mm. I think it's really important to recognize that voice, that motivation that's coming from within. Who, who's the one speaking to you? Mm. Is it the Lord's voice or is it a voice of insecurity and fear? Mm-hmm. Right. Right. And you, um, one of the broadcasts, you, you talked about fear, fear of death, fear of things. And we have to recognize that fear is a liar. Right. And I, I've seen it on bumper stickers. I even saw that the other day. Um, but if we can stop and recognize where these things are coming from and recognize that fear is a liar, we'll be able to free ourselves and be able to be who we are called to be. That's really good. That is really, really So good. that was one of the, the, the challenge. I would say that was a really big challenge for me so that I could be the person that God called me to be. And, you know, today you're the person that you're supposed to be. Mm -hmm. You are who you are. And I pack everything. <laughs> and I'm thankful for it. I got all my gadgets. It's all good. It's all good. But here's this, this woman. This yeah. woman was challenged. Yes. In terms of trying to get resolved for her daughter, right? Yes, different challenge, absolutely. And, um, and so here again, just to re as a reminder, here she, she she comes up and and she's asking Jesus for some help. And she's a Gentile; she's not a Jew. And so, mm -hmm. um, and, and even the disciples recognize that she's not a Jew; she's a Gentile. She and they're trying to shun her away. Yeah. You know, she was but, bothering them, but uh, and Jesus answered her in an indirect way, mm -hmm. and I, I believe that's what he did here in verse 24. I was not set except to the lost sheep of the house of Israel. So, mm -hmm. in other words, he was trying to demarcate, demarcate the fact that he was just going to go for the Jews. And I think you know, sometimes Jesus does that, he kind of he says things, but to see where our heart is, mm -hmm. like. Are you really going to just settle for that? 
or are you going to pursue me more? Mm. Right? Mm -hmm. And so verse 25 says, then she came and worshiped him. Man, talk about desperation. She was just like, okay, I don't know what else to do to get this guy's attention, this man's attention. I'm just going to come and worship him. Mm -hmm. Lord, help me. I mean, that's, I mean, how many times have we said that? You know, Lord, we need, I help. need help. I need help. I can't do it. Lord, you know? I need you. Yeah. Can't and, do it on my own. And I, I really believe this, if all my heart, that when we're in that place where we come to the end of ourselves and we realize that we can't do anything without Jesus, I think that's when Jesus comes to the rescue, so to speak. Because he loves us so much that he wants total, total dependency on him. And when we have that total dependency on him, something is going to be stirred up in your heart. Something's going to change around your life. Why? Because now you're not trusting yourself. You're just trusting in Jesus. And I think that's exactly what's happening here with this woman. Mm. This woman said, I got nothing. I got nothing. No. I got nothing. I'm just going to hear. I'm, I'm just going to, I'm just going to worship. I'm just going to worship. And I'm just going to, God, I need help. Mm -hmm. Jesus, I need your help. Mm -hmm. I Get mean, there's, there's nothing else to say. There's nothing else to do. She did all that she could to get his attention. And once again, look what he says. Yeah. And he answered and said, it is not good to take the children's bread and throw it to the little dogs. Can you believe that? I mean, here's Jesus, this loving Jesus. Right. We have the, the idea of him as being so loving and accepting of everything and right. everyone. Right. Yet here he's saying, I really came for my family. Right. Right. And us four and no more kind of almost is what it's depicting at this moment. And, but, <laughs> you know, this, this word dogs it means puppy you mm -hmm. know we're not going to throw anything to the puppies you know i'm throwing everything to the big dogs so to speak all right so but here i mean just as a woman mm -hmm. as a woman this man jesus is calling her a dog right now you're not going to hear that in today's vernacular that's for sure mm -mm. you get in trouble because you call people dogs you know, but um, I believe Jesus was trying to, again, find out where her faith was, where she wanted to go with her desire to see her daughter being changed mm -hmm. completely. And I think that, again, it goes back to. You know, sometimes we don't want to hear some of the things that Jesus asks us to do. You know, sure. we think, you know, uh, there's only one answer, you know, that, that God has for us. But there's other answers that he's looking for. And he's always looking for a heart. You know, I love the scripture that says in Acts chapter uh, 15, God who knows the heart. He always sees our heart, folks. He doesn't see what we do on the outside. He sees our heart. He sees the intentions of our heart. He sees if we really mean things from our heart. 
it's all by our heart because right. that's where he is. He lives right there. Right. Right. Mm -hmm. And so there are times, you know, I, I'm thinking that I need a breakthrough in finances and I'm thinking that it's going to come a certain way. Mm -hmm. And so I'm believing God. Yes. This only specific certain way that he's going to provide for me for these finances. But yet he does something else different that provides me that that finances those finances and, and and that gives me such a dependency on him you know so many times uh i've hear people say this that oh i'm just looking uh for a for god to bless me for my rent check right but yet the bible says that he he owns a cattle on a thousand hills and that uh, he can meet all of our needs according to his riches in glory by Christ Jesus. So maybe it's not just a rent check he wants to give you. Mm. Maybe he wants to do more in your life. And so what I'm trying to say to the listener today, let's not get focused on just one way of how God is going to do certain things. Let's open our minds. Let's open our hearts to say, okay, God, which direction do you want me to go? What direction do you want me to receive? How do you want me to receive the blessing that comes from you? So um, a lot of times we put God in this box. Mm -hmm. and, and, and many times, and many times um, that causes us strife because we think that this is the only way God is going to have to operate in my life because this is the only way I can believe. Yet God is so much bigger. He sees the whole plan mm -hmm. in life. And so, um, you know, you might want to think outside of that box to help yourself so that you don't have to feel that strife. You don't have to feel that fear. You don't have to feel that, that conformity to your how you think. That's why the Bible says to renew our minds with the word of God. When we do, we're going to think like God thinks. We're going to do like God wants us to do. We're going to say like God wants us to say. So um, I have a question for you. Uh oh, okay. The question is, you know, think of a time that maybe you put God in that box and you, and you felt like, okay, this is the only way that this is going to happen for my life. Hey everyone, subscribe now and don't miss out on any other episodes. For more information, go to discovergraceandtruth.com. If you want to receive an email reminder, you can sign up there as well. Thank you so much for listening today. We hope that this episode reminded you that God loves you, He is for you, and He's ready to go above and beyond what you can ask or think according to His power that works in you. We love you and we'll catch you next time.